Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, great to have your company on a Thursday morning on SEN. And it's great to have the company now of uh, one of Australia's finest cricketers, Ash Gardner, who is about to captain the uh, the Governor-General's 11 against Pakistan, ahead of a big series against Pakistan for the Australian women's cricket team before defending the T20 World Championship over in South Africa. Ash, good morning. How are you, Captain? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for having me. How's the, uh, no worries, how's the new responsibility feel? Do you, do you feel like you're really mature now and like, you you know, you're, you're the boss there, you're going you're gonna to tell people what to do? <laughs> um, I'm not too sure that I'll be um, doing a lot of that, but yeah, it, it, today's the first time um, where I'll actually be able to catch up with all the girls. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just keen to, I guess, tap into some people um, that I haven't really spent a lot of time, if any, with um, before and yeah, I'm just excited to, I guess, keep learning and um, developing within this leadership um, aspect of my game. And then, yeah, hopefully we can win ultimately tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to the challenge ahead. Yeah, well, that's what you're there for, to, to, to win the game. And it is a nice little precursor to what we've got coming up with the, the series against Pakistan, which is, is mainly going to take place up there in Brisbane, where you're at the moment, and uh, North Sydney Oval, and then down to Hobart and Canberra. We'll get to that in a moment. But the, the concept of this is to, I'm, I'm guessing, like it is with the PM's 11, just expose some some younger players to, to international competition? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's always kind of those young players that are um, on the cusp of, I guess, that, next step up and um, some of the players that have been selected in here have obviously shown what they're capable of. Someone like a Phoebe Litchfield, who's just debuted for Australia. Um, someone like Charlie Knott, George Vol. They're kind of those players that are on the fringe at the moment. Um, they're not that far away. And I guess they've shown throughout our WNCL and, and WBBL what they're capable of. And um, yeah, they're certainly exciting players to, to watch in the future. How is, how is that, pathway going um with the australian team or, or, or in general australian cricket with uh you, you know we've for a very long time we've had an established uh group of players who have done so well in everything they've played and won everything there is to to win basically but nothing lasts forever obviously uh how's that new crop yeah it, it obviously isn't going to last forever and you just have to look at some of the players that are probably at the end of their career and um, I guess once they retire, there is going to be quite a shift in um, what this squad looks like. And I think it's also exciting to see where this team can get to without those players as well. And um, yeah, I think the next generation around Australian cricket um, is certainly coming into their own. And um, like I mentioned before, like a, like a player like Phoebe, who's only 19 years old, um, who's just debuted for a country, I, I look at her and I like her world is literally her oyster. She can be one of the best players in the world. Um, and I don't say that lightly because she's, cause she's one of my friends, but um, I think the talent that she possesses and the talent that some of the other players around the country possess um, is super exciting. And hopefully I'm still playing international cricket um, in eight to 10 years time. And I can see those players really blossom and um, see them come into their own um, at an international level. Just with leadership, who, who've, you 
when you think of captaincy and, and great leaders in cricket, who springs to mind for you, both in the, the women's game and also the men's as well? Um, oh, there's there's plenty of people. I was actually fortunate enough to do um, a, a leadership program with Belinda Clark over the last year and I guess to tap into her brain, who's been a, a stalwart in um, women's cricket, both on and off the field. So to tap into someone like that um, has been fantastic. But I think obviously more recently, the people that I've played under, um, being Megan, Megan Pez, um, and even Elisa Healy as well. I think their captains, um, in particular Healy, she kind of just goes off like she's quite a fearless captain, and I think that really shows in in the way that she plays cricket as well. And um, I know that's probably something that I'm like as well, where I'm such a gut feeler, and I just go with my gut a lot of the time. And um, yeah, people either go with their head or their gut. And I'm, I feel like I probably lean towards that, which I think Midge kind of um, possesses as well. But yeah, I can't fault any of the captains that I've had over the past little period. Um, they've, they've certainly helped grow my game as well, um, giving me tips here and there. But yeah, they're some of the people that I've probably looked up to within the leadership space. When when you say you do a leadership uh, course, what, what's involved with that? Because I've never, you know, I've never got a... I've, not even the leader of my house, let alone a, like a, a cricket team, or whatever like that. Never had the need to go and do a leadership course. I, I just follow uh, follow the path that's set when it comes to particularly the household. What's um, what what is involved in that? Like, what are the the key things that you take out? Um, so yeah, the the leadership program that um, Belinda Clark um, we were her pilot program. So there was um, each there was a player from each state selected around the country. Um, in 2021 and we pretty much she wanted to know I guess what our values were as people um, and then obviously tailoring what we're like as people towards what we want to work on as as leaders as captains as whoever you I guess aspire to be Um, and then kind of just tailoring around things like that like reading articles um, watching videos on other leaders around the world and I guess how they deal with conflict and how they deal with high pressure so it's about not necessarily something really specific, but I think wrapping your head around what kind of leadership encapsulates and that's a lot of things and it's a lot of worrying about other people and not just yourself. So Mm. um, that's certainly something that I really love doing and I love tapping into her brain um, because she's obviously been a fantastic captain, but also later in her years being um, from a business perspective, I think, yeah, she's someone that's a really good person to have on your side and yeah, just to have conversations with. So yeah, that was something that I really um, enjoyed doing. Of course, though, as a captain, you you got to look after your own backyard, your own game as well. How do you feel you you went through the the WBBL and and um, how do you feel your games uh, in place for for these big games coming up? Yeah, I think um, confidence is really key in in cricket because you do have a lot more bad days than good, which is um, sometimes quite frustrating. But I guess you just have to keep relating it back to the good times and sometimes that's easier said than done because it is especially in, in something like the big bash where you don't actually have a lot of time in between games to, to kind of work on things so I think for me yeah it's been really clear in um, the way that I think and I feel like it's kind of weird when I when I feel that there's more pressure on me as a player that's probably when I perform more um, and I don't know what that kind of comes down to I just have to look at some of the best innings that I've played we've probably been for not many and um, I've kind of found a way to, to get out of that so I think that's probably me developing as a person as as well as um, a leader but just being I guess making mature decisions as well but um, 
yeah, I think it's something that I've relished in and, yeah, hopefully um, I can showcase that tomorrow as well. Is the WBBL the, the standard bearer when it comes to um, the level below international cricket in, in women's cricket at the moment or is there, there others emerging quickly? Uh, I think so. Um, I just think the way that, I guess, the WBBL has developed our state players um, and even the international players that come over and play in our competition, I think it is the standard. Um, but I guess the more competitions that do come up, obviously we have the 100 now, um, the IPL starting this year. So there's um, there's plenty of exciting competitions to go and play in and just to see how, I guess, other um, businesses and um, boards, cricket boards work and I guess how they implement their um, competition. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, I guess, seeing how this next little period goes and, and yeah, hopefully Big Bash can um, keep, keep leading from the front and, I guess, being the premier um, competition that people want to play in. Uh- I was going to get to the IPL. I've got to ask about this, obviously. Um, is there a few WhatsApp messages going around saying, are you in for this? Are you in for this? Uh, what do you care? Like, it, nothing's been officially locked in. Like, things like uh, a, a salary cap of $6 million has been thrown around and uh, it's going to um, going to happen very, very soon. What's What are the players hearing about how this is all going to come together? Um, I think everyone's kind of... Um, just guessing at the moment. Um, obviously, we know what the what the bases are for for what you're going to go into the auction, and that's pretty much all we know apart from the dates that they're going to be played. So, um, yeah, we're kind of going into the unknown, but I think it's really exciting, and I think people would be silly if they didn't um, put their name down, even if they weren't selected in the first 25 players or whatever it is. Um, even then, being the next couple of players that could be called up. Um, at any point throughout the tournament. So, yeah, it's, it's certainly something that I'll be putting my name down for and um, fingers crossed they get picked up. But it's just to see the, the game growing globally um, is pretty much the most exciting thing um, more than anything else. Yeah. It's pretty exciting, though, if it ended up like Cameron Green's situation, wouldn't it? Three million bucks. <laughs> I can dream. <laughs> I can dream. <laughs> hey, back to what you want to accomplish with the Australian cricket team in the next uh, couple of weeks, Ash. Um so January 16, it's AB Oval for uh, to, to play Pakistan, the first of the one day is a couple of days later, another one up there. And then North Sydney Oval, January 21. And then the T20s, North Sydney Oval again, Jan 24. January 26 in Hobart and then January 29 in Canberra. So, geez, uh, six matches. And you're used to playing international matches uh, with a quick turnaround. Six matches in 13 days. It's, uh, it's a pretty hectic program. But perfect as a, a lead-in to the T20 World Cup defence? Absolutely. Um, and I know Pakistan kind of possesses that different challenge. Um, we've played them quite a quite a bit um, over the last little period, but we've never played them in our own condition. So I'm looking forward to the challenge. And um, I know they're going to come out here and um, try and beat us. So, yeah, we, we certainly need to be on our game. We can't take them lightly um, at all. And, yeah, I, I guess it's kind of just priming us for that World Cup, which is ultimately... Um, the thing that we're striving towards and, yeah, hopefully being able to go um, back-to-back. Have they lined up Katy Perry again for the for the final? Or what's happening there? Have you heard anything along those lines? I'm not sure with that, to be honest with you. Sorry. No, I, I, <laughs> someone. They'll get someone, hopefully. But, no, it should be a great event. And, um, yeah, busy schedule. Ash, congratulations on being named for the uh, the captain of the Governor-General's 11 against Pakistan, the key lead-up to all this international cricket on the way. Wish you well. Play well, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
Ash Gardner, uh, one of the stars of Australian cricket right now. And, um, yeah, we'll look forward to uh, seeing what happens when it comes to the, uh, the the series against Pakistan as a key lead-up. Now, later on in the show, we're going to have uh, the director of the test, Adrian Brown. He's one of the key figures behind the scenes in putting this production together. We've seen season one of the test, and season two is about to drop on Amazon tomorrow. I think it drops in this proliferation of documentaries about sporting people and types and competitions. Uh, this is a little bit of the test. It's about um, the, the hobbies for some of the players. Cricket Australia basically said to us, OK, what can we do to kind of make your time in hotels for the next month better? It's time to go to work. My day starts now. The, boy, the boys just took it to the next level. Within 30 seconds, David Warner said, we need a golf simulator. Took a screenshot. This is the one we need. Marnus goes, we need a coffee machine. I'll sort one out. Steve Smith, we need oat milk. Cam Green, oh, we love a basketball net. We had more toys in the day kit. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. So we'll ask Adrian Brown all about that. Um, but it is... The, the test drops, uh, we've got the Netflix tennis doco dropping tomorrow, which is basically, from what I understand, that the Nick Kyrgios show. Um, he's like the, we had the Truman show, now we've got the Kyrgios show. So we're all part of that little little bubble. Um, and then uh, later in the year, or no, next month, I think it is, the golf one drops on Netflix as well, full swing. Um, have we got the have we got the promo for that? Uh, yeah, Marks, hit the play button. Every year, these guys fight for their career. You picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. I'm fighting to win every time I play. Whatever gets it done, that's all that matters. Winning is so hard on the PGA Tour. At the end of the day, you're playing against the best players in the world. They want to step on my throat, they want to step on theirs. It's winter, go home. Beautiful weather. All it takes is one week for your life changes. Quiet in the house, action. If I want the game that I love to be played by future generations, the game needs to be pushed forward. Ooh, sounds really dramatic. <laughs> Rory, is he the villain or is he a hero? Is Greg Norman going to feature in it with Liv? So you've got the test. You've got full swing and you've got break point, I think it's called, uh, for the tennis. 0457 736 736. Which one are you most interested in? Which one could you not give a flying golf ball about? Or is there another, and this is all off the back of Drive to Survive, that the template is there. Attract a new audience by widening your scope and making it really general, the doco, and then people who aren't interested in it can, that's their hook. That's what, bang, uh, sticks them to the sport. And it's worked with Formula One. So don't know how it's going to work. Uh, the test is already exposed and that did really well in India, by the way, the Amazon series. Um, but you got the test, you got the golf. Is that going to open up a new avenue for new teams, uh, new fans, and also the, the tennis as well. So, which sport do you reckon is open for this kind of thing? I cannot believe, personally, cannot comprehend how the NRL 
haven't done one with State of Origin to open themselves up to an audience around the world. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. They tried to make one, led to believe that a couple of the coaches didn't want to be involved. That's the easiest kill when it comes to rugby league and trying to grow the audience worldwide. What do you want to see as a sporting doco? Let us know. 0457 736 736. Back in a moment uh, with plenty more on mornings.